Alright, what's going on, Oklahoma? It's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. It's episode number 403 of the TR Expert Talks, and I'm feeling pretty good about this episode. I, I went on a little bit longer than I, I would have liked, but uh, I think it was about something that was very important. It's something that's infecting our country right now, and people are kind of at odds right now because of the situation. They're thinking about... Uh, uh, what's going on with police brutality and what's going on with uh, the lives of African Americans and the lives of people that believe in justice overall. And I'm going to be talking about that today from this perspective of of a black American as well as a business owner. And it may, my perspective may, may or may not surprise you. You know, I really feel like it's, uh, it's important to have all kinds of perspectives and really be open to listening to what people have to say. I listen to a few people, and you might you might hear me uh, reference those throughout the episode. It would actually depends. I haven't edited it yet, so it may or may not <laughs> it may or may not make it to the episode. Uh, but there are some people that really had some in- some interesting comments and some interesting thoughts for me that actually helped me uh, process this. And I and I, I encourage you if you're having any issues uh, dealing with what's going on right now and the, the current climate in this country, I encourage you to talk to somebody, preferably a, prof- uh, a mental health professional. Uh, but you know anybody that might be able to just going to give you some light and shed some shed some uh, perspective on the whole situation and that's definitely helpful because in these times it almost feels like you're isolated and it's always good to get out and you know talk to people and you know if you if you if really feel the inclination you know it's a, I'm not judging at all I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't but if you feel the incli- inclination you have we have well depending on when you're listening to this but we've had protests uh, all across the country. Hopefully they become a little more peaceful. I saw that in uh, Atlanta, they're arresting people, and I saw, and uh, obviously, we, if you were paying attention to the news during this time, you saw that they had them also in Minnesota that, and they weren't as successful. But I do encourage you to do something, uh, and I will tell you a little bit about what I believe is the best thing for all of us to do in the light of these tragedies. All right, so here we go, episode number four oh three. Yeah. yeah, episode number four hundred three. You know, actually, uh, I I came I set out talking about uh, Dr. Martin Luther King and his dream in this episode. I really wanted to talk about that because I thought it was relevant, but unfortunately, I didn't get into it. But I'm still going to call this episode Doctor Doctor King's dream because I think it really exemplifies what he was actually thinking when he made that speech. All right, so here we go. Dr. King's Dream, episode number 403 of the TR Expert Talks. Let's go. Alright, 
so you know, yesterday was a little bit off. I was a little bit frazzled. I needed to process some things. Uh, you know, it's, in, it's, it's a really interesting situation that we're in as a country right now. You know, people have this opportunity to really look at their lives right now and see, like, all right, what is actually and what, what, is, what is important, right? And it almost feels like people are looking for a reason to be upset. And that's, I guess I get it because people feel like they haven't been heard and they're always probably going to feel like that. However, if we let that be the thing that is going to be the, the justified response for not being hurt or being heard all the time, well, then that's going to be something that is not going to be sustainable, essentially, right? So I'm th- I've been thinking about this, uh, you know, since yesterday, actually, since probably uh, the, all week, I've been thinking about this in different scenarios, hearing what like people have to say, and just kind of thinking about what has happened in the past. And there's really no other option than to be an individual and really focus on strengthening your strengthening yourself like when you look at everything right you can go off in a lot of different directions you can go off and say like black people have been uh, oppressed for a long time but then you can go from there and say well children are being you know raped and sold for sex trafficking and killed so that like that's another thing and then you have you know people that are being killed every day because of, you know, territory disputes and religious disputes and, you know, just stupid, obviously you have stupid accidents and people that get in fights and they accidentally shoot somebody or, you know, that's happening every day in this world. And so, like, although it is, seeing that video can get you emotionally charged, especially as an African-American or a black person, whatever you identify as. It's still important to have perspective about the situation and about life in general. It's still important to realize that we live in the absolute best time in human history. Although we do have tragedies and atrocities that still happen, as I've said before, and I think I said this in yesterday's episode or maybe the episode before that, but as Jesus said, the poor will always be with us. And what that means is that we're always going to have atrocities. We're always going to have inequality. And what results from inequality is the opportunity to, to learn and change those inequalities. Now, it's never going to be that those inequalities are going to become equality because that's not, the, that's not nature. That's not how nature works. You can't have equality, you know? You try to have equality. Even cells try to have equality with, through osmosis. They try to, you know, diffuse liquids from one side to another, and they try to get like a equal, balanced equilibrium. But that doesn't happen for very long, if at all. And if you look up in the sky, the stars in the sky, there's multitude, multitudes of stars, but they all don't shine the same brightness. So if you look anywhere in the world or anywhere in the universe, you'll see that there's always inequality, and you can obviously accept that equal inequality and keep moving on with your life. You can try to change that inequality, which is a formidable task, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it because there's always going to be, if you can, if you keep your society static, right? You think about how society is built or how our cultures are, uh, are, are the way we live. The foundation of what we live on is, is built. It's always going to be a, a structure built by people that have 
are not existing anymore. Like George Washington doesn't exist. Abraham Lincoln doesn't exist. His ideas exist, but given his ideas, they were from 1862, right? And what happened in 1862 definitely does not apply to now. So if we were to continue having the same ideals and continue doing the same things we did throughout history, then we're going to have this static society that eventually will crumble, right? It's going to be stagnant. So the solution to that is to have people that see the things that maybe could be changed, maybe could be tweaked to have a little bit more equality, and it'll change society. And eventually it'll be a little bit more equal. But we're going to find other things that maybe we didn't get right because we're human. And we're going to find inequalities in other places, and we'll fix those inequalities. So if you look at it that way, if you look at it from a a natural perspective, you can never have equality. You can't have it where you're always going to have someone at the top. And it may not be that that person is... uh, uh, It might not be that that person is someone that everybody likes. It might not be that group is someone that everybody likes, but there's always going to be someone or some group that is going to be at the top because of the fact that, you know, we always have everything situated in hierarchies. Everything has to be, that's just the way it is. Like I said, the stars in the sky situated in the hierarchy. There's some stars that just have more light. And as I think God said this as well, or Jesus or God and Jesus both said it, you know, like to those that have much or those who have plenty, more will be given unto them. To those who have little, that which they have will be taken away. And so you think about that, and you're like, well, that sounds pretty dastardly, right? But if you really, really think about that, that is not necessarily dastardly. dastardly. It's just an explanation of the laws of nature. If you have more, if you are a bigger star, you're going to have more gravity. More things are going to be attracted to you. That's just the way the world works. That's the way the universe works. So it's really hard to like think about like trying to be this little speck, this little human in the infinite sp- expanse of the universe, having some kind of control over reality. However, at the same time, we do have control over reality, but it's not in the sense that we can affect the whole entire universe. We can't completely change a system because what we've had, what we've essentially created so far is what naturally kind of comes together. You know, it's like, it's like a cell. It's like thinking of a cell trying to be like something else other than a cell, right? It only knows it it became what it is because that's the way it is. It's the DNA. We don't. We can't really articulate how it became to be what it is. A cell can't articulate how it became what it is. So therefore, it can't really change what it is based on that fact. It can only modify itself. It can be a different type of cell. Like, you know, it can be a stem cell, which is just like a basic cell. And then that stem cell can be a liver cell or a red blood cell or a T cell. But it's still going to be a basic structure of a cell. You can't really change a cell that, you know, a cell can't decide to be a different cell or a different thing. A cell can't decide to be a rock, so to speak, you know? So I think with that analogy, what I'm trying to show you is that we have these structures that essentially 
are the laws of the universe, and we understand those. So for we can articulate some parts of those laws of the universe, those laws of nature. However, there are parts that we just don't quite understand, but yet we still can understand that it is the natural laws. So that's how things get set up in the way they get set up. That's how law, our law, is actually based. Uh, that's what our law is actually based on, is that whole fact that nature is essentially something that is not quite understood but yet we understand parts of it so if we can maybe think about life in a more of a sense that we are blessed to have this opportunity first of all and second of all that we are these little minuscule beings in this vast experience very vast like it's hard to even fathom how big this universe is it's like probably like an ant thinking about uh you know what like a really good analogy i think would be is to think about an ant imagining his universe but that ant is literally seeing his universe as like his anthill right and that's his world but in all actuality the world is the actual planet you know, or the universe is actually the planet. So imagine what an ant is in comparison to the planet. That's probably like, probably like one one thousandth of what we what we really are. <laughs> Ants is probably like more like an ant to our solar system is what we are in relation to the universe. And the universe has multiple universes from what we've gathered. So there's multiples of what we live in as a universe. So the expanse is probably like thinking about an ant in our universe <laughs> is what we li- really live in. So you think about what an ant, what control does an ant have over the universe? Nothing and, and none and all. And that because, because every action depends on another action. So whatever that ant does, well, it can change everything around him, but... We don't know because those actions take billions and billions and trillions and quadrillions of years to develop. So, like, while our action, while our actions really have, you know, measurably no effect on the world, they actually have a humongous effect, especially if those movements, those thoughts, those actions are amplified across cultures, across, you know, the world across even the universe because we don't even know if there's other life forms out there so you know the thing is the 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 point of this here episode is to make us make us understand that like we are all individuals you know we're all people that are trying to do our best to make our lives better and hopefully the lives of the people around us better however like if you start playing these politics if you start thinking of the world in a you versus them or us versus them type of mentality well then you're going to be lost very quickly because you're going to be stuck in this you're going to be stuck in this chaotic world in which you're going to be constantly trying to create order out of this chaos that you can't really create any order from because there's too many variables for you to control so the best thing for you to do instead of having all these variables that you can't control is to you focus on that one variable that you can control you because you versus the universe that's a losing effort you versus you <laughs> that's one-on-one that's a very good possibility that you can win that and that you can make that 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 struggle that internal conflict 
something that is valuable and worthwhile. And because that is going to because you create value and something that's worthwhile from that internal conflict, other people are going to see that and it will create even more value because not only are you doing something to make your life better, but you're going to do something that's going to demonstrate to others what a good life looks like. So at the end of the day, I've talked about this before, rights and responsibilities. It's a right. It's People want rights, but does rights for one person are the responsibility for another? So if you take that responsibility from someone else and put that squarely on yourself, you can have the responsibility to give yourself the rights that you deserve. But if you're looking around and trying to find these rights first before you take any responsibility, well, then it's going to be essentially the the universe or society is going to take a loss because you're going to have to take from society as a whole as a whole, for our country, it's 300 million people to give to you as an individual or to give to you as a group of people that you deem deserve it, which is not really a good idea because it's been practiced before. People have tried to do it. It's called communism. It didn't work. And the reason why it didn't work is because it devalued the human, it devalued individualism. It devalued the fact that every human being is essentially formed in the image of God. And when we're getting deep in here, <laughs> when Nietzsche, 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 I don't know how you pronounce the name, but anyways, he said back in the early, uh, the late 19th century that God was dead. He announced that. He said that before like World War One, And the reason why he, he said that God is dead and that uh, he, uh, we killed him. And he didn't say it in a way that, like, okay, we, he, he didn't say it, like, triumphantly, like, hey, we killed God, and, like, we're going to make this world a better place because God and religious structures don't exist. That's what people were thinking, that, like, we were having these iniquities and we were having these problems in the world because we had these people that were taking uh, religious propaganda and taking it way too far and trying to uh, impose their, their, uh, their religious superiority over people. So when that started to break down because people realized that or people thought that we didn't need to have these inherent structures because that's what happens when you tear down religious structures or when you tear down something that is supposed to be your foundation God is going to die and when God dies you have to essentially create that foundation by yourself you can't create hundreds of thousands of understood knowledge in a lifetime it's impossible you can't do it so that's so what people believe they could do is that they thought that you could logically try to create a utopia where everybody was equal that's communism and essentially what happens is that you have somebody because you still have to have someone that is running this quote-unquote utopia right so you have somebody's humanistic judgment Right. You have so you're not you're not trusting in God anymore. You're trusting in man, a human being or a system, whatever that is developed by a human being. Just, you know, just a few, not hundreds of thousands, because, like I said, developed over time, you have just a few people in relation to, like I said, over customs and traditions you have in relation to that. You have just a few people that are delegating and deciding the fate of, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. It doesn't make sense. 
nobody should ever have that much power, as people, as a famous rapper has said, you know. But nobody should have that much power. It's not the. It's not never going to be the right decision to have someone or some group of people in in charge of essentially creating a new found foundational structure for an entire system. You know, I mean, so the key here is, as as I was saying, as I was trying to uh, say before, the key here is to be an individual. The key here is to be proud of your work. The key here is to trust that if you do the if you do the work to make yourself a better person today than you were yesterday, then you will be justly rewarded. Now, it may not always happen that way. It's not always the case. You could, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of janitors out there that work 24, you know, work 20 hours a week, go to sleep for four hours, or maybe go to sleep for three hours, eat for 30 minutes, take a shower, and go back to work. You know, there's, you know, maybe not 20 hours, but you get the point. There's a lot of people out there that are working their faces off and they're not making a lot of money. So that's not necessarily the case that it's all the time where you work really hard and you get what you want. But it is definitely better than the alternative than sitting around and hoping that someone will give you what you want because you feel like you deserve it because of some inequities that, that have happened to your people or the group, I shouldn't say your people, but the group that you identify with has happened in the uh, happened in the past. So like you can't just say like hey look this happened to my my people back in the day. This happened to my group that I identify with back in the day. Give me some money. And that was the problem with uh, uh w- what I was talking about with reparations before. I told talked about that was an episode probably from a couple months back, but it's the same situation is that you don't you can't really just because you have a bunch of people that identify with a specific group you can't really just reward them for some kind of past transgressions because of the fact that a you can't prove that these people or were part of that group and b these people can jump in and out of these groups of different differing affected groups you know like all of a sudden you have a millionaire or a billionaire because he decided that he was a part of you know the 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 I don't know I don't want to start putting groups out there but you have someone that is all of a sudden rewarded because he found the way to become someone that is affected by that is an affected group and multiple levels so again I get that there's there's issues there are inequalities in the world that like right now people are upset about uh, about someone getting murdered on television and and the guy that the guy that did it wasn't arrested until today which is four days later but five days later no four days later but anyways four or five days it doesn't matter the fact is that like people can people are upset and I, that's very understandable i felt the same way yesterday but perspective is always always the right answer when it comes to any kind of a disaster you know especially if it's something that can affect your uh, affect your life, you can affect your culture, can affect your country for decades, if not hundreds of years, you know? So I, I think it's just important to have perspective and understand that, like, we are living in a great time and that the things that we see, see now are because of the fact that we have more exposure to them. And if you want to feel like that shouldn't happen, then I encourage you to go out there and do something to change it. I encourage you to do something that'll make you feel better about the world you're in. But first, make sure that you are doing your part to shine your light on the world so that you can be an example for other people so they can live good lives. Because that is really the answer. 
that's really the answer. Just you being you, you being great, and you trying to do your best to shine some light on the world so that we can make some order out of this chaos that's just inherent in our lives. So I encourage you to be great. Please, please, please accept responsibility for your life. Don't blame anybody for your unhappiness. All right, that does it for my day. That does it for my week. That was our Fulfillment Friday episode. Uh, that was one of those that I, I've been thinking about all week, and it just kind of came to a head yesterday, and uh, today it was just one of, uh, on my mind all day. So that was, those were my thoughts of this whole situation. I really hope that you enjoyed it, and I hope that it brought you some value and maybe gave you some insight into uh, how maybe we can all deal with such tragedies because uh, – I really want us all to not retaliate and I don't want us to think about like an us versus them mentality. I know that it's good to think, have pride in your culture, pride in your uh, quote unquote listed race. But I think it's really important, especially as we start to develop and change. And as we, you know, progress to a different society where this is going to be something that is going to be more exposed. We're going to have more access to technology, not less. So if we freak out every time we see a death and we start saying that it's so and so and such and such, then we're going to have we're going to have it we're going to it's going to be a really we're going to have a really tough time trying to move forward if we continue living in the past. So yep. All right. So, yes. Anyways, feel free to share this episode with a friend or family member. You can do it really easily. You can copy the link, share it on your social media. I would appreciate it if you did. I would also appreciate if you leave a rating or review about this particular episode or any episode wherever you're listening to your podcast currently. All right. As I said, that does it for my day. I really, really do appreciate you listening. I hope you're having a good good one whenever you're listening. And as always, keep good company. Exclusive right to my heart